Okay. Save before stopping recording. <clears throat> okay. Cool. <clears throat> All right. I guess I'll start now too. Yeah. That works. All right. All right. I'm recording. Nice. This is uh, trial one. Of, yes. Uh, who knows how many? We also have to figure out a name. Yes. <laughs> that could be a podcast in of itself. That could be an episode yeah. of itself. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so I don't know. I guess since we don't have any particular structure or itinerary or anything like that, maybe we just start out by explaining what this is supposed to be. Yeah, it's a good idea. Or like what we want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which, I mean, just kind of a lax thing for now. I'm not really crazy yeah. serious, but, mm. you know, I don't know. Yeah. Real casual, right? I um, guess uh, take it away. I think the premise was to focus on, what was it, non-traditional, I, w- I almost said un-American, <laughs> like, <laughs> non-traditional yeah. upbringings, right? Or like life experiences, really. Yeah. Which I think is a pretty interesting topic and pretty broad. Yeah. Like well, the way, the way that I was explaining it to people, which I think your way might be better just off of what you said, because so, so when people ask me like, oh, well, what, what is this going to be? What, what's the, I don't know. Theme? Yeah, theme. Mm-hmm. I say, you know, immigrant families or people who are not traditionally, you know, what you would think of as white American. Right. Which is, I mean, not to, of course, you know, we're not going to sit here and be like, oh, white people this, white people that. But yeah, that's kind of what it comes off as. as I kind of like yours better. Uh, yeah. Okay. But because, you know, I do want to have all kinds of input and insight. input. Yeah. Yeah. Perspective okay. and shit like that. Uh, but that's basically, I mean, we're, you and I are on the same page about this, but that's the idea where it's like, you know, a lot of us, well, a lot of us, a lot of the people that we both know, <clears throat> even in our own individual life experience. So to say like, you know, your friends that I don't know and my friends that you don't know, things like right. that. Bottom yeah. line, we both know a lot of people who are, not you know weren't born in america or had come here at a certain age that have experienced life in other countries and cultures and things like that Mm. and the point is to get those experiences of like you know just regular people that are just that regular people but that are in this country not necessarily heard as much as regular media and content on the internet and TV and such. Right. So, yeah. 
how I think we should also kind of talk about how the idea spawned. Or like yeah. How it originated. Um, this thing. <laughs> I mean, kind of the same way, right? Like, yeah. Because of our, uh, like individual experiences and, you know, joint experiences, because we both grew up in the same area, ended up going to the same schools and stuff like that. Yeah. How that shaped our view of life and relationships and things like that. And it's kind of all encompassing too, right? Like, the fact that you and I can talk about almost any topic and relate it to how we grew up or, yeah, yeah, I, I see it like this because of this and we tend to agree on things like that. But pretty much for those that may or may not listen to this, I don't even know where this is going to go. The story is, is that whenever CO and I <laughs> get together and talk, even if our conversation does not, start out a certain way it always ends up being like a really really in-depth conversation of our own life experiences yeah and how you know we can relate to each other and even kind of not relate to each other right because of course we're different people and we function uh you know capacities and yeah like not you know because our lives aren't extremely intertwined mm -hmm. you know so i think it's good that we have that like kind of challenge in a way yeah, <laughs> where, like really i could point. i could say something and you know you could be like well i get it but you're also just wrong <laughs> right. Yeah, right well it's not so, just that it's more i feel like i think that's a really good point actually the fact that uh our lives aren't like so intertwined like i would say that we're good friends but not to the point where you know like we're seeing each other like every week or like hanging out yeah. all the time well we and don't even that, talk that often yeah and we don't even right, talk that like, often either so i think that goes to show how <laughs> interesting that dynamic is to when we start like you know, a conversation on Discord, for example, and I'm just like congratulating you about a work promotion, and all yeah. of a sudden we're like three hours in talking about our like upbringings and our parents' yeah. parental dynamics and you know cultural yeah. differences and stuff like that. But also, just kind of, I mean, you said it that night too, where it was like, you know, we'll talk, and it's almost like every time we'll learn something about each other. Yeah, that we didn't know before, even though we knew each other for so long, yeah. or have known each other for so long, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And I find that interesting too, because it's like, you know, yeah, just that experience of someone that you know, like you have this, like, I guess you would be—I don't know, even know what to call it, really—but this, like. I wouldn't say front, but but you know, like that image that yeah, it's like everyone kind of everybody else upholds. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then you know, you'll get to talking, and then that kind of veil is pulled, and you like get end to up learn more deeper about the person, right? Exactly. So, but like like we said, <clears throat> it all started from this one night where <laughs> see I so my thing is. 
we have our Discord server uh, with our friend groups, our respective friend groups, right? And I, I always go into our voice channel if I'm just chilling at home, like, you know, watching YouTube videos, just kind of not doing anything. I'll, I'll hop in the voice channel just in case somebody gets online and, and wants to hop in and, and chat for a bit, whatever. And if nobody comes, that's fine. I'll just log off at some point and that's it. Well, this particular day, I had gotten the news that I got a job and had posted it in our general chat and was like, hey, you know, like, we up, boys, like, you know? And later that day, hopped in the voice channel, not really expecting anybody to come in. Well, in comes CEO. And, you know, it was supposed to be a quick thing. Yeah. Like a little, oh, hey, man, saw your message. You know, congratulations. I, I'm happy for you. The usual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, when, and I don't even remember really why we started talking about it. But essentially, I brought up how when I told my parents, they, while happy, mind you, they were kind of critical of little bits and pieces of, of information that they got in terms of like, you know, benefits, like whatever. And it brought up all these like feelings of like, I don't want to call it inadequacy, but just sort of like, you know, well, shit, man, like I, you can never win. Right. You're kind of some type of way. Like, like, yeah, like, like just like, slight, like, slight upset, slight disappointment. And that sort of kickstarted this whole, you know, fucking thing about, yeah, yeah. whatever, right? Like how yeah. we view family, how it's different from people that may have grown up here, people that have, you know, had experiences of family and life in the u.s that were different from ours and why it's in a way harder for immigrant families and things like that and then to, to boil it all down we had both recognized that you know we individually separate from each other had received comments from people that we know talking about oh dude you should you should stream you should do something you should make some kind of content you know you got you guys and your friends are hilarious like whatever right and then we decided well hey you know we've both gotten that we've both gotten had had similar you know experiences in life uh we should do that and that's how this podcast concept was born. Yeah. So wow, that was a really great summary, actually. I like that. <laughs> that was well done. Yeah. Yeah, that's essentially. I have nothing to add. I mean, that was exactly how it went down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of it. Let's take it from there. I don't really know what we're going to talk about tonight, but fuck it, right? Like it's yeah. it's the first one. We can kind of do whatever. First one, yeah kind of thing and we should also we can kind of talk about like i don't know if you've ever done any research about like how other people hold their podcast sessions you know whether they 
I know most people have like leading questions sort of that are, I guess, oriented around certain topics from what yeah. I understand. But I don't yeah. know. I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. Do you? I recently have not. Okay. But I have listened to a good range, I feel like. I mean, the staple fucking Joe Rogan. Right, right. Uh, I've listened to a bunch of like serial killer podcasts, oh, a couple of conspiracy theory ones. Like, you know, just, just kind of whatever, right? It's oh, not really. Gotcha. But yeah, I think what comes to mind for me when, uh, you know, I think of podcasts, it's more the uh, the interview style, like, you know, you got a guest and like you're mm-hmm. asking them questions and they're answering. Um, but uh, now that you mentioned like the serial killer stuff, and I think there are definitely a lot more themed ones that are like storytelling, I guess, in a sense. And it's yeah. like, you know, audio, like almost an audio book. Yeah. From the episodes, which is pretty cool. I, I forgot how versatile these things can be mm-hmm. well to be honest when i thought about you know in the context of, of what we would make ours it was kind of like you know i i kind of played around in my head the idea of oh we can have specific questions we ask everybody right yeah. or some kind of like I don't even know, like an intro or something that we lead into whoever is going to talk that day. Yeah, yeah. But sure. the more I thought about it, it was kind of like, I don't know. We can. I feel like we can just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. I don't really care when or what, what we talk about because if you ask me, it's kind of no holds barred. Like everybody is going to talk about what's affected them whether it's good or bad and both sides of that coin are important so i think that our best course would be maybe like if we've got somebody on we can just sort of be like well hey you know we know you because of x y and z right uh what's your story yeah. So we have this perception of you and, and how you lived your life. Great. Now, you know, maybe tell us a little bit about the things that we don't know or, you know, whatever they're really comfortable with. I don't really, I don't feel the need to like push for anything in particular. Yeah, for sure. But it's definitely not a goal. I don't think uh, it's more just to, to hear that side of the, um, the story that you know they're not portraying to others which is again like sort of the driving theme behind yeah. how this manifested yeah because i feel like you hear that a lot right yeah. like these success stories like you know yours and mine where we went through our school life through college through everything got jobs like whatever and here we are now and to and, and here and again what what i get all the time from people who don't live here, right? You know, it could be family, it could be whoever else. Oh, it, it's so easy for you. But, you know, then, then you know, and especially you, you hear me talk about things and it's like, well, it wasn't that easy. Yeah. Right. So I think it's like, not only just for the people who, you know, want to tell their story or others 
in the U.S. that are interested in hearing stories of other, you know, immigrant families or what have you. But even for people who are not living in the U.S. currently, to get a better idea of, you know, just how either difficult or different the way of life is. Um, Because that's that's a whole aspect of it, too. I mean, I'm sure you and I both get that a lot from our families that are overseas, where they just kind of think, oh, you moved to the U.S. and you get everything handed to you. Yeah. But that's um, really sure. not how that's, it is. That's yeah, that's for sure a perception of uh <clears throat> like back home, you know. Like I, I don't know if they um take it for granted per se, but there's it it's definitely like if you've moved to America, like you've made it because um, you know, anybody living on the island is like there's nothing really there in Yap. There's nothing really there like uh drawing anybody there that you know, people are getting paid minimum wage like four dollars an hour maybe less that might be an overstatement to be honest yeah um the quality of living is you know much lower than than in america um they're living off the land you know education is poor healthcare is poor there's no infrastructure that type of thing so yeah i that's that's a good point to i think that'd be a good thing to have like other people who are living abroad or were born you know, not in the States and yeah. kind of hear their, their stories as well. And that's, you know, getting it from family to, to me. Right. I mean, I, I don't really speak to my family that's still in Bosnia. Right. I used to a little bit here and there, uh, but I haven't in a fairly long time. And I feel guilty for that. Right. But it's when every conversation is. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, when I feel like genuine care and love towards family. Right. And I can feel that it's not the same on the receiving end. Right. For me, where. You know, every conversation is laced with this, like, you know, you can kind of just tell, like, oh, well, either they're a little jealous or, you know, they're like, you know, they don't think that you can understand them or or something like that. Or, you know, you're always worried about, oh, well, they might ask me for something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or And and I feel guilty, right? But that's really how it is. And, you know, it sucks because I want to use my, I guess, privilege of having grown up here to help them, right? But it's like, said person will want this and that, but then when you offer it, it's like, oh, well, what, you think I can't provide for myself or, you know, something like that? And it's like, well, you just can't win. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know. I'm sure you have experienced that to some capacity as well. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, let me think. So I had a, uh, yeah, you met him, D, my uh, yeah older cousin. Yeah, he lived with us throughout his high school. Like he came to, uh, he moved to America from Yap for high school. And he lived with us for four years, four years of high school. And um, so he did he. Playing, sorry you know, to interrupt, but did he go to school here at all, or? Yeah, he went to QO. Okay. Yeah, I thought I remembered that, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, so he was able to graduate on time and everything. It was just, um, let me think. So, like, when he moved here, you know, he was just coming out of, like, middle school, like, eighth grade, right? So I think probably his perspective of the U.S. was less of a negative one and more of, like, yeah, like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to live here, right, type thing, and being excited about starting a new chapter in his life, right? And uh, not really knowing, like, what the future held. So there was that. But, you know, as he went throughout high school and then finished and graduated, he ended up kind of bouncing around between whether he wanted to join the Marines or, like, find a job or maybe go back to school and try to start college. Um, and none of those things panned out. He, he had eventually, like, moved back home. And um, the other thing I meant to mention earlier about living back home is while the standard of life is uh, lower, for sure, um, than, uh, than America, I would say that's not so bad. It's more that alcohol is like a huge, like, it's normalized almost in, in our culture and back home. Like, everybody drinks. And I think that's, that's bad because they don't like casually drink like some people do in America. It's like drink and get drunk every day. So, mm -hmm. you know, alcoholism runs rampant in my family and D was no exception. So when he went back home, you know, he picked up drinking and like, uh, you know, his life kind of spiraled. And every time we call and we sort of talk and, you know, I try to ask him like what he, what he's doing and if he has any, desire to come back maybe try to make something of himself because you know, he's been to jail a few times he's you know gotten in trouble with the law and shit i think he has a kid actually now that i think about it um you know he's got all this stuff going on and i i was like do you want to you know do you ever want to try and like you know go take a couple classes here and there or maybe like work you know and he'll always be like no and it's more like this humility I think, or embarrassment, I guess, of sort of like where his life is. And that characteristic is shared in a lot of my family. Like you talk to them when they're sober and it's like a completely different person, right? You've, you've no longer got like the, oh yeah, like I could do whatever. It's like they're really embarrassed of what they did and they, they think about like their lives and stuff like that as being shameful. And he always carries himself like, he'll there. here's one thing, right? So... We sometimes video call him through Facebook Messenger, and he'll never look me in the eye. And that was, like, not him at all before when yeah. he was living with us, obviously. Like, I remember, we yeah. It. Yeah, and he was, like, confident and, like, having fun or whatever. Mm -hmm. he, he was a happy guy. But, like, now, you know, when he's sober and we're talking, he'll, he'll always, like, have his head down. And I'll be like, D, like, you know, like, look at me, man. Like, let's, let's have a conversation about it. And he'll be like, no, no. You know, but as soon as, like, he gets one drink in, it's like, the, the switch is on, you know? Yeah. So, that's just, like, a unique 
thing. I don't know if uh, you know you could speak to any of that, but that was something well, that came to mind. I mean, I personally, and this is kind of why I feel like my experience is a little bit unique because I we left my my family left Yugoslavia, right? And they left during the genocide and all that. Uh, and we didn't come back until, man, I don't even know. I think I was 12 or 13 the first time, right? Uh, and my experience then was... I mean, of course, naive, right? I couldn't really understand anything. All I knew was that I was going to see family, right? And, you know, that experience was fun. Like, it was a good one, but I couldn't really fully understand, like, why things were the way they were, just because I was so young. And then the second time we went was, I think I was 17. Mm. And, you know, I was a little older, I could kind of get it, and I could see, you know, how different my situation was versus my cousins, right? And it was hard because they, you could tell, like, they, a lot of people there live in, like, these, you know, one-bedroom apartments, sometimes not even one-bedroom apartments. And it's really crowded. It's not a lot of opportunity for growth unless, you know, you know someone or your family has money, right? And so I think their situation isn't as as much as, you know, oh, well, we have substance abuse issues, like generational substance abuse issues, right? Um, to where it affects like even the young population. I mean, of course there's that too, right? It's, you know, I feel like that is kind of everywhere in a sense, but it's not to the extent, at least from what I could tell, right? And that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, I don't really know, but the way that it's appeared to me was just that it was not as much of an importance placed on like education. Okay. Uh, at least not like, you know, like systematically, right? Like in the US, we have like commercials on TV that are like, oh, help your child excel in school and stuff like that, right? But over there, it kind of was like, yeah, we'll go to school and, and you know, do well, don't do well, kind of doesn't matter because there's not a lot going on. Like that's the vibe that I got. There's just not a lot going on. There's like political issues that they can't really get over. Uh and it seemed to me from what I can remember and I think it would make sense is that it's like okay, well, you know, you've got uh, if if like if you grew up there like my cousins did, right? Yeah. You've got your parents and your grandparents, and 
you know, they might need help, like paying for stuff. So the importance isn't so much on school, even though they tell you it is, right? They tell you you got to do well, but they don't tell you like where it'll help you, right? And it's kind of like, well, start working, you know? We got to make money. We got to find ways to, you know, support the family and stuff like that. So in a way, it's kind of like the same dead end where they end up thinking like, well, what, you know, what do I, what have I accomplished, right? And it's like, well, not much, but what could they have accomplished anyway? And I think that's where the problem lies, at least where I come from, because, you know, I don't know. And that's what I'm trying to say, where it's like, I can't really testify to that because they look at me and think that I won't understand. So they don't tell me anything. And then we've become estranged and whatever else. So I kind of, the only things that I hear are from my grandparents. And even then, I don't really talk to them that often. So I'm kind of at a loss, too. But that's the general idea where it's like not a lot of upward mobility, not a lot of importance placed on education because it's kind of like, well, what's the point? Because they see everybody around them in the same situation that they are. Um, now, if you talk to my dad, he'll probably be able to tell you <laughs> more, more in depth. But it's like, you know, that's the vibe that I get. Okay. So kind of the same thing, but for a different reason, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. And, you know, of course it is sad. But in situations like ours, right? Like your cousin came here and was like excited at first, right? And then quickly became disheartened and maybe even culture shocked. Yeah disillusioned because you know he gets here and it isn't the dream right right it isn't oh you know all these doors are suddenly open for me right it's well damn i am still at the bottom right right and it's still going to be hard yeah. and i think that that's why a lot of things were difficult for people like us because it's like, you know, and, and to be fair, even people that grew up here have experienced this too, where it's like, well, I just have to do this and then I'll be good. I just have to accomplish this and then it'll, then it'll all be okay. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's rarely ever the case. Right. And it's only so much more exaggerated in situations like ours and our families and other people like us, where they came here from another country and all they were ever told was, well, you know, the American dream. Oh, you made it. Like, so-and-so made it. Like, all you got to do is get over there. Yeah. But, you know, it's never like that. <laughs> yeah. 
And and I wonder, you know, like how unique is America as a as a like melding of cultures to to like you know raise these obstacles that aren't um, I, I guess uh, necessarily apparent, right? They're not apparent at all. Uh, in, in our case, like you know, we go through our lives, we went through our, a lot of hardships and our own struggles, and you know, we found out things that. Uh, we wouldn't have realized had we not been living in America. I feel like I wonder how true of that is for here, this country, compared to other countries. That's that's something I'm not wondering about. Yeah, well, I know that you know when my dad talks to my uncle, mm-hmm. his brother, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know he. Like my uncle, and not to like, never to like shit talk, right? But it'll be that, you know, slight little, oh, so-and-so needs money for this. I don't know how I'm going to pay for it and that. And it's like, my dad is like, listen, like, it's not that easy. Like, he'll tell him straight up, right? He's like, I can't. I've got my stuff to worry about. I just can't. Yeah. But they won't believe him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, it's just, they just genuinely don't believe it. And because it's because of that propaganda, right? Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, it's been fed to them for so long, but not even by media, but by people that they're around. Oh, I know so-and-so. He made it to America. He made it to Canada. And look at him now. Right. You know what I mean? And it's that kind of thing. Because it's like, you know, their experience of the U.S. is like whatever they see on TV and whoever they talk to that also lives next to them. You know what I mean? And when it's that kind of like echo chamber, it keeps amplifying itself. Yeah. Until it becomes like a certain reality. Well, what we have now. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, But it's also like, and that's something that I think about sometimes where it's like, you know, we have a social media problem here right where kids who've grown up decently privileged still feel mediocre comparatively right bro imagine how much like that is exaggerated in in countries not even closely related to the US right because they see it, you know, all these rich people and stuff, because they have social media. Of course they do, right? And they see people like, I don't even know, man, like celebrities. It doesn't matter who, right? I mean, they'll see them. Yeah, not even celebrities, like, dude. Like, you know, people just posting it, their grad pictures. Well, and shit, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it's whatever. But that's the thing. It's like they get the media of like, quote unquote, media. And then they also get media of like 
their families that may have lived here or somewhere else. And it's like, well, dang, like what happened? You know what I mean? So in a way it, it like sucks for them double because everywhere they look, it's like, you know, well, what am I doing here? Like, why couldn't I have gotten over there and that kind of thing? And then they end up blaming not only us who made it here, but also their family at home. Because, well, if so-and-so's family did it, why couldn't you? So not only do they hate us because we ran away. I mean, for, for me, right? Like in my experience. Mm -hmm. People over there hate families like mine because we made it out. But then they also hate families like theirs because they, they didn't, quote unquote, do the right thing, right? And, you know, like I said earlier, it's like, we'll try to explain it to them. Yeah. Is but it they, too late, by the way? What? Like, for them? Can they, can they not leave? I don't, I don't know what the... Uh, they can leave. I, like you said, it's like a pride thing. Yeah. Right. It's also not I, like that simple to just up and of course your yeah. whole life and move to another country. But but you know, like you and I have talked about it. I've told you already. Like my for like prime example, my dad offered my uncle to bankroll him to come here. Yeah. To give a better life to his family and to start a business here. You know, because these Americans will eat eat this shit up. Like, start a restaurant, bro. They'll eat it up. Like, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's like, dude, like, we can definitely do that. Like, it's not yeah. outside of the realm of possibility. You just got to think, you know, yeah. a little further. Planning, right, right. And he was just, he didn't want to do it. Mm. Nah, I know what I know what I'm doing. I can't move my family. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that as much as I don't understand, uh, of course I don't, because I haven't lived there. I haven't visited since that last time, since I was 17 or so. So I have no idea, really. But I imagine that it would be partly a pride thing, partly, a, you know, simply just not being able to do it because of money and what have you. And also just because it would be kind of like, feeling like they betrayed their country I see. having stayed through all the shit yeah and now leaving instead mm -hmm. of and you know what else though mm -hmm. what sucks which i think you in particular will be able to understand but i, I mean i i don't know either which is the whole point of the podcast right mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um that when you have an economy based around tourism, yeah, it completely messes everything up, right? Because now you have to pander to people who don't even live there. You have to constantly like one up everybody around you just to get an edge, because the economy completely shifted. It used to be a completely self-sufficient country. And in a lot of ways, I'm sure it still is. But, you know, 
you go to Sarajevo, my parents, you know, home city and the capital city of Bosnia. And, you know, you'll walk around and it's tourists. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel some type of way about that. Because it didn't used to be like that. They used to be able to have their factories and whatever else and, like, you know, their own industries and, and things like that. But since the wars and genocide and stuff, like, it's completely different now. So I think that plays a huge part in it, too. Where they might see an opportunity where, you know, there is none. Because it's like, well, here's this market that I can participate in. But it's kind of like when you have a short-term versus long-term goal, right? Like, it works right now, but, you know, it won't be there forever. But they yeah. can't see past that. solution? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I see the gist of what you're saying. Um, so. I mean, the app, let's see. They do have a big, I mean, I think that is, I don't want to say for sure, because I'm still not really sure how their economy is structured. I mean, the whole of Micronesia itself, really, like, I'm not really sure if it's, like, imports or, or what that's, like, driving their economy. Because a lot of Micronesia is funded by the U.S. government. Like, I think I explained to you that whole compact of free associations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that that's a big agreement that is renewed every decade or so um and that you know that that obviously comes with some kind of financial tie um mm -hmm. so in terms of driving the economy i know tourism at least in the in, back in the day for sure it was because yap is like one of the few places in the world that um has like a manta ray coral reef like cleaning site where like fish will come and like clean out the gills of um migrating manta rays and mm. that's a big like draw for scuba diving or whatnot um and you know there are some hotels being built there's actually a big chinese influence in uh like you know bringing up their own infrastructure and trying to make deals with the uh with the, some of the landowners back home to build on the land and mm. that's a, that's a thing you know in terms of expansion and stuff but um, yeah, I'm not really sure if I can speak too much to uh, how tourism has negatively affect yet, because I just don't know enough, I don't think. But I can infer that it probably does have some similar effect, yeah, to some extent. Yeah. Or rather, to what extent, I'm not really sure. Well, I just think of, you know, maybe island countries like yours or even like mainland countries you know like you you hear all the time about like mexico or i mean i don't even know like dominican republic even right yeah, yeah. where you'll have these pockets of like tourist centered areas i guess i don't even know what i'd call it um like hot spots like attractive. yeah yeah like things like that where it's like you know, you'll, for example, like you land, take a taxi, taxi drivers, like don't go past so-and-so region because that's 
where it gets dangerous or, or whatever, right? Like, it doesn't really matter what it is. But when you have defined areas where it's like you can cross into a different country, right? Like, quote unquote, where it's like not the resort anymore or something like that. And it's like, you know, when you have tourism centered economies, it's like that only helps, you know, one specific place. It doesn't help anybody else. Yeah. And it's like to not have a economy where, you know, they can have these things that they export or something that can boost the quality of life for everyone as a whole. Uh, I think that it shifts like the general public's focus into thinking like, oh, well, we have to make everything like that. I.e. The, the touristy areas or else we won't make it. And so it's like, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, you know, if you come from somewhere like that to somewhere like here where it's not like that, where you have industries like at your fingertip, provided that you have the like right connections, et cetera, et cetera, which getting those connections is a job in and of itself, right? But say everything goes right. Mm -hmm. Even then, it's difficult because the mentality is so wildly different. Um, yeah, I don't even know. It's just like, that's what I think about sometimes. Cause it's like, you know, I only know what my family says, but there's oodles of other families living right there Yeah, that might feel completely differently of why they can't leave or why they can't do something or even like how they see someone like I, like me. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like I said, that's the point of this. We have to like figure it out. Yeah, we try to tap into that. <laughs> yeah, get as many experiences as we can. Yeah, I mean, you know, yours and I's, yours and mine. Damn, it's like <laughs> kind of while it is unique and like I don't know, like we can talk about a lot of cultural things and whatever it's still very very blatant that it's not all encompassing yeah for sure right I mean, it's only scraping not even the surface like the surface of the surface of the surface yeah of some of the stuff you know yeah i i like that i think the driving theme of this one of the big driving themes of this definitely should be like you know we came up with this idea sort of at a whim on a whim to to start recording some of our conversations and like talking about topics or whatever but that all started from the fact that we realized that hey you know we've known each other for a really long time and you know we have different stories but we also have different like some similarities and some differences that are really surprising and novel and i think that sort of fascination with that uh should definitely be like a driving theme in like finding other people's you know what they can speak to or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's very clear that this is going to be our first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> we're 
kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I mean, I think it's, I think it's good though because you can we kind of like, you know, kind of get an idea of how maybe we want to structure things. Like I'm already thinking like it definitely will be helpful to have like a slight outline, some kind of skeletal thing. Yeah, you know, with like a full few bullet points of like maybe some things that we want to focus on. Yeah, because we, you know, we haven't really even touched on our experiences. Yeah, yeah. individually in this one. Yeah, and I mean, we don't have to get into all that right now, but you know, to have that outline, I think would be good. Yeah, and just because having guests will definitely be. Helpful too, for sure, because um, a yeah. third person, you know, being able to like cut bounce in. off, like yeah, right. you know, yeah, yeah, um, be good. But mainly because I feel like we'll talk about, you know, kind of like we did today, the okay. family aspect, the extended family aspect. Dude, family is the, so interesting. Like, yeah, it's really cool to to hear, you know, how you see things from your side like as being bosnian you know and then living in america and i think that's a really like because i i wouldn't i don't think i've ever thought of those of tourism at least or to give one example in that sort of light you know Mm -hmm. but that makes like a lot of sense yeah as you explain it so that's that's a really cool cool point well i mean even just with that you know you could delve into like you know psychological aspects of like why people do the things that they do so much to where entire countries Mm -hmm. you could explain it through like one thing Mm -hmm. but that's what i'm saying my god i just completely messed something up that's fine (laughs) hold on Webcam. <laughs> oh shit! All right, um, but that's what I was saying. It's like, you know, it's the individual experience that you can like extrapolate to a whole, right? Because I feel like at some baseline, there's gonna be a relatability factor yeah like a bar of like common Common. you know yeah 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 Yeah, Uh, where you know you could say like you and i have even experienced racism to a degree Mm. or you know i I don't even know like financial struggles or shit like that Mm. where it's like Everybody in our demographic has ex- also experienced that. Right. Which I feel like in the most recent years has been talked about more, but definitely not enough to where it's like common for someone who has never, you know, had to experience something like that or has never had to think about something like that knows that it exists. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important thing that we could try to like accomplish with this. Yeah. 
spread awareness <laughs> yeah yeah spreading awareness in a way could have just said that <laughs> yeah or i um, mean it, but it's more than that you know it's not just like oh yeah you know like because that's i think it's sort of obvious but at the same time it's not really recognized because you know you and i were really surprised to hear each other's you know speak to the things that we were talking about uh the other night yeah just like i mean like we're talking we're like oh shit you know the discipline thing mm -hmm. the the dating uh american people right thing like and how you know overcoming things that they might say that they don't know is like slightly a jab or something like that like yeah. you know what i mean where it's like dang well now i have to teach you yeah. right like that kind of thing and yeah. like yeah even unlearning toxic behaviors that we, <laughs> that we have to be taught right out of like a survival instinct yeah you know a survival mentality yeah like you know, you're in America. We came from like a small country type vibe, and it's like we yeah. have to instill certain values to make sure that you're good. Without, but unfortunately, like along the way, it's going to compromise like certain things, and those certain things end up being toxic traits or what have you. Yeah, you need to, you know, learn as you said. Yeah. yeah, and we can talk about all that in the next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> next time on yeah. uh on title to to be determined yeah <laughs> title to be determined yeah have you thought of titles i haven't thought of, i haven't dude oh I haven't no thought i haven't thought of anything i haven't done any research dude. Same, dude you know i you we were texting the other night and you were like uh you know, let me know if you want me to do anything. And I was like, yeah, just look up like some software shit. Literally, when I woke up an hour ago, that's when I started looking this shit up. I was like, oh, fuck, I totally forgot to do this. I like Googled it yesterday before I fell asleep and yeah. didn't retain anything I did. So, like, <laughs> my God. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's fine. I, I definitely thought, did not think that uh, we were going to go too in depth with it. Like, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, before this starts, I'm just going to, like, write a couple things down day before, you know, just to yeah. have, like, some talking points. I definitely on, had like, that. We should have an outline next time. Like, yeah, shit. Yeah. I definitely right. had that, like, faux motivation to, like, write stuff down and, like, oh, we should talk about this. We should talk about that. But then as yeah. it, like, neared, it was, like, this is the first one. Let's right. keep it simple. I think right. we can just talk about, like very very general things yeah in relation to like what we want this to be yeah and and like a sprinkling of our own experience yeah right? yeah but not enough to like really go off of yeah this this like i said i don't really know anything right right Shit, so. neither do i <laughs> <laughs> so uh we end this yeah but that's also the point mm -hmm. it's supposed sure. to be that way yeah yeah for sure so this, um, I think this is this is good. I mean, we kind of talked about like where this meant, where this started. You know, the idea started. How we kind of are thinking of how it's going to revolve around generally, which is good. I think a good intro. Then we kind of talked about some other stuff. Um, for the next the next session, do you want to have somebody on? Because I'm down. I think we could. 
But I also think that we don't necessarily need to. Okay. okay. Because <clears throat> let's maybe not. I think we do need to introduce ourselves more. Okay. Like go into our own stories. Yeah. Okay. So once we cross that, then we can start, you know, bringing people on okay. and sort of comparing our experience to theirs. I like that. I like that. Sort of so that we have a good segue into now, yeah. you know, you guys know a little bit about us. Yeah. We can start getting into. And I think it will end up being a little longer. I mean, the other night we were talking for like three hours, dude. Yeah, bro. Bro. Um, it, was, it was like close to four, I feel like. Yeah. <clears throat> Does there have to be a cap? I don't think so. But no cap. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, this is, I think right now we hit a good spot. We're almost at an hour. Yeah. Um, and I think once we actually start talking about where we come from and things like that, that it'll flow better. We'll have some notes for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be, yeah, you know, like a little longer, but enough to like get everything in there. Yeah. Because I think there's no point in doing like, I don't even want to say no point. I think it's kind of stupid to do like one episode for me and then one episode for you yeah i think i feel like that's a little like right narcissistic so i don't want to do that yeah but uh i think we should always be on like dual you know yeah because it's also about like bouncing the conversation off each other yeah right and i think that's one of the more important things to keep as like a core value i think i agree but uh i don't know i'm good to end it here Anything you need, you feel like we need to add or what? Um, no, I'm good too. Do you want to talk a little bit more about like, I mean, framework ideas? Like, I think we talked a little bit. Now you've kind of fleshed out some of those ideas about, you know, not doing a solo, solo episodes. I mean, we, we might, we might do it in the future, but like definitely for at the beginning, I think the initial stuff, um, with our first couple of guests, I think we should, you know, be together on it. And yeah, co-host the and mediate the conversation that way, for sure. Yeah, so um, I agree with that. Um, I mean, I think you know, as we've been talking, the idea kind of crossed my mind where maybe we have a general outline of things that we want to talk about per episode, right? Where it that can sort of be different across episodes. But we also have, you know, we'll cater that outline to whatever guest we have, right? Okay. And then we have a set of maybe some standard questions we ask. Like the core. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know. That's a great, that's a great idea. The only thing with that is that I don't know how we're going to differentiate, like, outline versus questions because it's going to take some getting used to for just conversationally to have it flow nicely you know because obviously eventually we're going to have like some sort of intro some sort of introduction to the guest or whoever Mm. and then what else from there right like do we jump in immediately with the questions do we have them just sort of like ease into it or you know Right. But that's something we can tackle at some point. But to get that out of the way first, I think is a good 
way to think about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, um, I mean, again, we can figure this out as we go and record more sessions and stuff in the future. But uh, one thought that does come to mind to address that is that uh, I think on the Joe Budden podcast or like a lot of them, a lot of different interview style podcasts or topic oriented style podcasts, they uh, they do this thing at the very beginning where they sort of like just talk about random stuff. And it feels like very off the off the cuff. You know, it doesn't seem like it's there's an outline at all. It's just like the first couple of minutes they just talk about something random just to get the uh, conversation started, you know, in a way. And, like, everybody's talking, everybody's, like, chiming in. So- sometimes they talk about, like, what they did that day or some shit they saw in traffic or something yeah. like that. And I think that's a good idea, uh, at least initially, to, I guess, break the ice, you know, because mm-hmm. that's a good point. Um, to help with flow, we definitely should kind of figure out a way that generally gets us started. Yeah. So yeah, we could do something like that. Because also, if we bring on people that we don't know personally, mm. that's going to be a whole beast in of in and of itself. Yeah, because especially if we're not doing it in person, right, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. might get a little bit. I don't. I just don't want it to be like an awkward thing. I want yeah. it to be like. Like I said earlier, you know, there's no topics that we can't talk about. Yeah. Nor no. are there topics that we're going to push, right? Yeah, I want it to be like a safe yeah. space. Safe, organic, like, yeah, you know, vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I, but uh, I definitely agree with that. Okay. Well, sounds good. We can end it here. Cool. I mean, yeah, then, figure out how to stop these bots. Yeah. Stop recording. All right. So my okay. So the recordings save automatically. Okay, that's for me. Once you stop recording. Okay, that's it. Actually, how the fuck do I stop the this other thing? It's just stop. This is not stopping. Oh shit. The moderator did. <laughs> Amy man, how do you stop? <laughs> Please, no more recording. Shit. Don't do this. Is it, this thing says type forward slash stop dash recording.